Welcome, kings and queens, to another Wake Up Call podcast with me, Leo Crystal Queen. And tonight, I have a very, very special guest here, Terry Faircloud. He's coming all the way from London, UK. He's been a chef for 10 years and nearly 20 years spent as a personal trainer specializing in pre- and postnatal postural analysis, sport massage, and clinical nutrition. He's here with us tonight to share his knowledge and wisdom of how we can live to optimal health. Hi, Terry. So happy to have you on the podcast tonight. Hello. It's lovely to be here. Thank you so much for agreeing to be with us. Could you please share, how did you start up your business? Well, um, about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I had an epiphany. I was uh, sitting on the gym floor. I remember watching different trainers um, doing their sessions with different clients. And I noticed that a lot of trainers tended to do the same routine, the same exercises, the same intensity with every client, regardless, Mm -hmm. it seemed, of their goal, any postural problems they might have, any injuries they might have, their body type. And I thought to myself, obviously, we're all different. We can't, Mm -hmm. why would we do the same thing thing for everyone? And I thought about the way I train people and I looked Mm -hmm. at their their posture, any injuries they might have, any health conditions they might have, their ability level, their goal. And then I started thinking about their body type. You know, Mm -hmm. why would I, you know, training them differently because of their genetic body type? So whether they were an ectomorph, a mesomorph or an endomorph. Because for me, I realized Mm -hmm. that if you train people based on their genetic body type you're going to you're going to get better results you know you're going to because you're working with their body type rather than against it so for people that they don't know how do you recognize the body type do you need to do a dna test or just by the look of it and you just understand how how does it work that's a good question so no you don't need to do a dna test the idea is actually we are you know you always get you can you could look at people on the street and you can say oh that person is lean, they've got longer limbs, smaller joints. Then you Mm -hmm. get a person on the other end of the scale who's maybe got larger joints, they're stockier, they're more sort of robust. A good, two two good examples would be Mo Farah. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you know who Mo Farah, he's like a marathon runner. Okay, marathon A long distance athlete. He's very lean and and small Mm -hmm. and and sort of small joints and he can run for hours. And then Mm -hmm. you get someone at the other end of the scale like, um, well, let's say Serena Williams, who's a good Mm -hmm. example of someone who's just slightly, sort of bigger, more powerful, mm-hmm. more muscular, bigger joints, and she's built for power. So mm-hmm. my whole philosophy, there's a lot more to it, which I can go into, but there's a lot more to it. But essentially, when Serena Williams trains, she should be doing exercises that complement what her body likes to do, mm-hmm. which is power, power. And explosion. Mm-hmm. Whereas at the other end of the scale, Mo Farah, he would prefer to do more steady state, long distance. And my point is not only if you work with your body type, you're going to get better results. But if you work against your body type, that could actually cause a stress to the body. So, for example, having someone like Serena Williams, as an example, doing running for hours and hours is going to be actually putting more stress on her body, on her joints, on her um, energy system, because she doesn't really like to work in that energy system. Mm -hmm. And I can... Yeah. Would you like to know can that can that be like actually like detrimental within the body? Like, what would that stress cause? For example, let's say people at the gym, because I'm noticing that while I'm going to the gym, that might be. How can that affect them in the long run? That stress. Well, 
in lot physically and physiologically. Mm -hmm. So physiologically, you know, putting stress on your body will cause an increase in cortisol levels. It will mm -hmm. increase increase in anti um, free radicals in the body, which mm -hmm. are damaging to the body. It's like you're manipulating your body. It's like when you get these people on really strict diets and they're pushing their body into into like a starvation mode, for example, mm -hmm. to get body to do certain things. But by doing that, you're pushing your body into a state that it doesn't want to be in. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's like running your car with no petrol in it to try and, you know, to, get it's like, somewhere. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna damage the engine. You're gonna damage yeah. the car. Mm -hmm. But you might, you know, so people might get short term results doing this, but essentially they're gonna cause long term damage. And it's the same if you're training against your body type. So not only are you gonna get the physiological cortisol release, that's gonna have effects of breaking down muscle tissue. That's gonna have effects of you actually upregulating fat receptors and putting on more fat, etc., etc more free radical more free radical damage more dna damage you're also you're looking get, older you're looking older yeah it's, it's, it's affecting <laughs> your, your telomeres, yeah. telomeres and it's, it's going to be actually causing more exactly that damage to your body as well as the physiological i'm sorry the physical damage for example mm -hmm. if you are you know more sort of larger boned if you like pounding on a treadmill for hours and hours isn't good for your joints. It's not good for you. Know if yeah. you notice, marathon runners are all the world class marathon runners are all small and light, and they 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 glide and they run. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're built for it. They're built mm -hmm. for it, and they've got the right sort of. I can go into the physiological differences of muscle fiber and metabolism and enzymes if you want to, but there's they've got different. See, I am not that specialist like you of. of all of this whether you just said but i always knew i was not built for running because <laughs> <laughs> running was never my thing and i can see that it's it's not for everyone just like you said exactly and also even outside of the body type some people aren't just they're just not built for running like for example i've, I've got quite long legs to my upper body mm. so it's good for my tie boxing when i'm kicking etc etc but um when i'm doing squats squats and deadlifts i find particularly hard because i've got very long legs mm -hmm. i'm actually just and that's not even anything to do with my body type that's just my physical difference so some people are just better at doing certain exercises due to their structure mm -hmm. wow so you're basically flowing with what god gave you as genetics instead of going the opposite way exactly and that's that's where it's my job mm -hmm. and what i'm trying to do now is look at look at a client so i look at have you got any injuries have you got any health conditions like thyroid issues, endometriosis, osteoporosis, you know, diabetes? Let's find out what they are first. Let's look at any injuries you might have, any postural issues you might have, any pain you might have, and make sure we're dealing with that within your exercise program. Mm -hmm. Then what is your goal? Is it fat loss? Is it muscle gain? Let's look at your goal. Then let's look at your body type. So we're, you know, we're, and, and then just your general sort of structure, you know, squats aren't the best exercise for you to do that heavy, mm. for example. Everyone should be squatting, everyone should be doing deadlifts. I'm not saying we shouldn't be doing it, but for certain people, it's going to be harder than other people, simple as that. Wow. And I know that with your program, uh, except the body types, you have the nutrition part and being a chef for 10 years have helped you a lot with that. Could you tell us more what you're including in the nutrition part to support? Yeah, that's a good question. So essentially, with the nutrition, everyone can eat the same food. So I don't, I'm not, I, I'm certainly not an advocate of getting rid of a big food group, like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, not eating fat, not eating carbohydrates, blah, blah, blah. We need, our body needs all of these. It needs carbohydrates because carbohydrates are essentially the best source of fuel in our body to make every reaction in our body happen. Our heartbeat, our lungs, sort of, you know, exhale and inhale. 
our liver function, our kidney function, it needs glucose for those processes to happen. Um, obviously, then you go into the subject of, there are obviously good and bad types of carbohydrate. Mm -hmm. I won't go into that right this minute, but we can do on another podcast if you want to. Then you're, ev everybody needs protein. Mm -hmm. Protein is what builds and repairs yeah. and, you know, DNA, you know, everything in our body needs protein. protein. And the same with fats. Fats are what make cholesterol. We need cholesterol to make hormones. We need sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone are made from fats, you know. So getting rid of going on a low-fat diet is really unhealthy, especially if you're trying to have a baby mm. for fertility reasons. Um, but a lot of hormones are made from not only proteins but also fats. So cutting out fats is not good. I do think that the proportions we need are different, and that, again, yeah. comes to body type. Mm -hmm. Certain body types are better eating higher fat and protein and lower carb diets, but not mm -hmm. no carbs. Whereas other body types, like me, I can eat carbs all day long. I, I find I can eat about three to 400 grams of carb a day. Wow. And because I've got a faster metabolism, mm -hmm. I eat small and regular because I've got smaller... Like, I, I, this, is, this is going off down a little road, which I'm not sure we should go into no, now. No, we, we can discuss that because uh, how do we actually know, for, for all the queens and kings listening right now, how do we know, um, well, obviously because of the body type, but what we absorb good, how can we know, for example, what food are we absorbing? Well, I think this comes from an evolutionary perspective and mm -hmm. I can, I'll try and break it down really quickly. Obviously, we sort of migrated out of Africa about over, over a million years ago and then we all spread all over the, all over the world, Asia, Europe, you know, etc. Mm -hmm. And we would have come into contact with different environments we would have come into contact with different predators other tribes um different weathers you know different di different you know so we would have obviously changed and adapted so there might have been people in a, in a part of the world that were um had no food mm. they had no food it was sparse they were if you imagine like the you know eskimos inuits they you know they they've got so they are better at storing fat because they might have to go for days and days, weeks yeah, potentially eating, without yeah. eating. So yeah. what's a really beneficial thing from an evolutionary perspective is to store fat and hold on to fat and slow your own metabolism down. Mm -hmm. So from an evolutionary perspective, that's really helpful. So you, you're burning less calories because your metabolism is slower. You're also, um, you have um, larger stores, so you store fat and gly glycogen easier, so it keeps you sort warm. of like, keeps you warm, insulating in that weather, and also, you have energy for a longer period of time. And also in that environment, the chances are you're going to be eating foods that are in the similar position. Yeah. Like they're going to be fatty as well. So you're better off eating a protein fatty diet. And that from an evolutionary perspective, nowadays there are people that just are better adapted to eating those foods. Mm -hmm. On the opposite flip side, so we go to the other end of the scale, the ectomorph yeah. body type, where they probably had an abundance of food. And if you've got an abundance of food, chances are it's going to be carbohydrate. Because mm -hmm. that's, you know, you know, you're gathering and you've got, so you're eating lots of carbohydrate, you've got an abundance of food, you don't need to store because mm -hmm. you've got it there. Why would your body need to increase storage capacity if you've got loads of food exactly. going in? You're better off, you're better at digesting those carbohydrates because you've been eating them for thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. So your body is just better at sort of absorbing them, digesting them, or digesting them, absorbing them and assimilating them. And you have more enzymes like amylases to actually break them down correctly. Mm -hmm. So, and because you've you've got an abundant, you're eating quite a lot of food. Your metabolism's faster. 
So, okay. wow. so, so this is where this is where it comes from, right? So now mm. we've got people all living in the same in the same environment with an abundance <laughs> of food, you know, da, da, da. and it, we're you know some people are going to struggle. Yeah. You know, so now it's about figuring out right. You're this body type. This is what your body likes. So mm -hmm. for me, for example, I'm better off eating small meals throughout throughout the day, like five meals throughout the day, smaller meals because I've got small glycogen stores, mm -hmm. which means I can't store a lot when I do eat, but they run out quite quickly, so I've got a fast metabolism. So you I'm need always to recharge top the, the batteries. Exactly. Whereas someone on the other end of the cell, let's say the Serena Williams style. I think style. I'm always like that, like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're a similar body type. And yeah. Serena Williams at the other end of the scale, for example, I'm using her as just an example just because everyone knows her, and she's mm. like, I'll come to a point in a second, but she would naturally have a slower metabolism. Mm -hmm. She's got larger stores. So it's... When she does eat, she's better off eating a big meal three times a day, not so often, filling her stores up, but they run out, they run out slower, so, so she doesn't need to eat so regularly. Mm -hmm. And the reason I use Serena Williams as an example is she's a prime example of an endomorph, but who's in peak physical conditions. I think a lot of people might say, well, endomorph bad, mesomorph good, you know, and they people, every body type has got its positives and every body type has got its negatives. And Serena Williams is a perfect example of someone who looks incredible. She's at the top of her game. She's, yeah. she's, she's the best in the world at what she does. And she's a classic endomorph. She's just in the exact right sport for her body type. She would also mm -hmm. be an amazing sprinter, you know, something that's powerful and, and yeah. sort of explosive. Wow. So when you work with a client, you look at all these, all these parts. But I know that you're cooking something very new with your program. Could you tell us? about the six pillars <laughs> yes um also sorry i didn't really talk about i, I was going to go into a little bit of about my food okay. and cooking yeah go go Very for quickly. it yes. so yes i do um i what my point was i went off on another tangent i'm so sorry so we can all eat the same foods yeah except for ethical religious regions that's fine you know and maybe allergies and intolerances you obviously would adapt that but we can all eat the same foods that just the, the ratio would be different depending on your body type mm. ectomorphs more more carbohydrates less protein and fat mesomorphs in the middle they can have a good balance sort of medium between both endomorphs tend to be on a lower carb diet but mm -hmm. not so low like an atkins or a ketone diet not that low just a lower carb diet and more fat and protein that's one point and another thing with my cooking um we can a lot of people avoid certain foods and a lot of foods are actually fine for us and you know flavor and good food and eating right for your body type is really important and the science behind cooking is really important you know mm -hmm. not overcooking your vegetables adding salt to your vegetables when you cook them for example because if you put vegetables into into water without any salt for example the minerals will leach because it's a it's osmosis right the minerals within the vegetables will leach out into the water because there's no minerals in the water so it wants to get a balance See, so it by, means i haven't been eating any minerals exactly lately. so by adding salt and salt's <laughs> not bad fat is not bad carbohydrate is not bad that's my point there are good and bad of everything and there are there's a right ratio with everything but Depending you know, on your type. Yeah, I've been in this business for so long and quite often people will say to me, oh, salt's bad and oh, I can't eat that, it's got too much of this in and you know, nuts are bad because nuts are, but nuts are really good for you. They're good, great, really, you know, so anyway, I, I won't go off into too many other tangents, but cooking and not overcooking things and 
you know, not cooking, you know, not microwaving things and trying to get eat things as fresh as possible. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that you'll get so many more nutrients out of your food. Anyway, my next, as you just said, my, the thing that I'm cooking We're up now. We're spilling the sauce right now for all of you. Exactly. He's cooking. I'm going off. So now I'm doing a, my six pillar system. Yeah. So essentially, over years and years of researching and, you know, thousands of clients and talking to people and, I've realized that you can break good health down into six simple pillars. Number one, exercise right for your body type, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about. Number two, eat right for your body type. Number three, drink enough water for your, for your body type, not only for your body type, but you know how the bigger you are, the more water you need, the more active you are, the more water you need, the hotter the environment you're in, the more water you need. It's simple as that. Just you know, and there are ways of finding out without being too sort of crude. If your urine is really dark and, 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 and colourful, if you like. You need more water. You need more water. It should be yeah. quite sort of almost like... Transparent. Should, exactly, exactly. Yeah. In the morning, different, but as the day goes on, it should be. So, you know, and there are ways of getting a measure of that, but I mm-hmm. won't go into that now. The next three important things are make sure you get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Sleeping is essential. I mean, the amount of... They, they, there's so many studies now showing that not enough sleep can cause things like dementia and Alzheimer's and also and even fat gain because if you don't have enough sleep and you're tired your body has less greeting mm-hmm. and greeting is um or sorry has more greeting green is the hunger hormone mm-hmm. makes you hungry so you end up eating more so sleep affects your hormone leptin and green imbalance wow so you end up eating more and then you put on more fat for example mm-hmm. I always say fat and not weight by the way and there's a reason for that because I won't go into that right now, but there's, it's always about fat because weight is different from fat because mm-hmm. you have muscle, which is obviously a good thing. Um, so sleeping is important. De-stressing is really important. We, I mean, anyone who knows you could, short-term stress will make you lose weight. Long-term stress will make you put on weight. And the cascade of, the cascade of things that are going on in your body, a very, very, very quick example is that if you're stressed, your body shuts down, suppresses your immune system. Because mm-hmm. when you're running away from a lion or fighting a tiger, your immune system at that point isn't very important. But your blood thickens and other things happen within your extremities to, just in case you do get injured. So your blood thick. So if you're in constant stress, and that can be just sitting at a computer, worried about your bills, you know, moving house, getting married, and you're yeah. stressed about these things your immune system's being suppressed for mm-hmm. weeks and weeks and months on end. Your blood is thickening, you know, and there's there's loads of other things. I could go on for, there's books written on it. I could recommend some books as well. There's a book mm-hmm. written on it called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. And it talks about every single system in the body, your liver, your kidneys, your immune system, your, your bones, everything, and how it's affected by stress. So de-stressing, and it's different for everyone. I personally find doing my jiu-jitsu and my Thai boxing very de-stressing. I find it, I get a lot of, stuff out some people prefer a walk a massage yoga yeah i prefer a spa and a, a spa, massage exactly find <laughs> out what works for you and use it because de-stressing is yeah. essential for your health because mm-hmm. stress probably causes i would burnout. say burnout yeah burnout you've got different stages of stress i mm-hmm. won't go into it too much now but it's um it's massively detrimental to your health yeah. um and your weight and fat gain and lastly is Sunlight. sunlight. I almost forgot what the last pillar My was. My favourite one. <laughs> yeah, sunlight. Getting sunlight has been shown to be really important. Not only for vitamin D, not only for your to protect to, for your B vitamins, etc. But sunlight is really important for serotonin production, and that obviously makes then you happy. makes you happy and makes you feel good. So, 
not only have I had experiences of people, you know, helping people come off sort of diabetic drugs. And by the way, I never tell anyone to come off anything. They do this themselves. Mm -hmm. I've had people coming off antidepressants. I've had people saying, you know, I've got more energy than I've ever had before. Their skin is better than ever. And all, all I'm doing is just getting their body working. Firstly, how it likes to work. And mm -hmm. secondly, just basic things. Sleep. It, it's not yeah. even rocket science, is it? It's obvious. Yeah. Sleep's good for us. If, we didn't, if it wasn't good for us, we wouldn't get tired. Yeah. You know, so sleep, sleep, de-stress, um, sunlight, exercise right for your body type, eat right for your body type, and drink enough water. You get wow. those six pillars right, and it's different for everyone, I admit. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, if you don't feel better after three months of doing that, I'll be amazed. Wow! So all of this, it comes down to again balance. Exactly, exactly, and you, you bang you, the nail on the head right there because if you get those six pillars right. Mm -hmm. That has an effect on your blood sugar balance. That has therefore your cravings, etc., etc. Your energy, your mood, is your better. mood. It has an effect on your neurotransmitter balance, mm -hmm. your vitamin and mineral balance, your acid alkaline balance, and your hormone balance. Mm -hmm. If you get all those balanced, you know most. I mean everything, every mm -hmm. illness out there is an is an imbalance of one of those hormones or neurotransmitters or, or acid. You know that's where all the illnesses come from. So, get the six pillars right. That has an effect on those other five systems in the body which then affects your liver and your kidneys and your immune system and your everything you know, everything, everything your goes out of uh, balance <laughs> exactly exactly and that's it wow and for all of you if you have any questions you can always reach to terry uh in the description box i will also put all his social media website how you can reach him but you can also mention it right now how do can people reach you yeah i'm on facebook terry mm -hmm. fairclough um mm -hmm. i'm uh, Instagram Terry Faircloud London mm -hmm. and uh, my website is www.yourbodyprogram.com feel free to message me I, any I, questions. I, I even <laughs> do like free sort of video consultations with people yes. if you've got any questions any ideas you know please feel free to contact me perfect thank you so much Terry it has been like so much wisdom in like 20 minutes I hope all the audience get what they needed uh, and of course if you have any questions Terry is going to be happy to to help you. I have already experienced a sport massage, so I can vote and say it was amazing, and I'm doing it again. So if you do need to distress, I mean, I recommend his massages, his program. And if you have any questions, uh, you can also leave a comment underneath the video, and uh, I can definitely, uh, we can also uh, do another video and answer these questions for you. But thank you so much for listening to us, and we'll see you in the next video.